so it's like a quesadilla. So it's literally like a pizza that's made like a pizza and then folded in half. I'm upset. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> pretty sure. Girls who came to Sugar Bakers, where nerds and platonic life partners Aaron and Leslie watch episodes of Designing Women, then recap, review, and share other fun things related to the show. I'm Leslie. And I am Aaron. What's up? <laughs> so I said it a little different that time. Hey, you know what? Like we are like what? almost at our, f- what, four year anniversary? Yeah. Or something? It's May. I just we might be that, right at it. What what made me think about it is that I was like, oh, I, it's only been four years, and I just now said that a little bit different. <laughs> I am Karen. <laughs> Very enunciating. Um, Leslie, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good, thanks. How are you doing? I'm I'm doing all right. <laughs> it's Mother's it's Day, like whatever. In quarantine. It's Mother's Day in quarantine. Have you talked to your I mom? I call my mom. Not oh. Yet. I'm surprised. They don't do days well. Oh, like that's they, right. You know, they they're night people, so I'll call them. They stay up late. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's that's a good daughter of you to wait. Yeah. Sorry, um, I was drinking tea. Thanks. That was a weird time. Jeez, what kind of tea did you make? Chai. Oh, good. Oh, is it the North Carolina chai? No, it's the Oregon chai. Oh, yeah. I've been usual. making that uh, during the workday. The oh, to be fancy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mhm. Maybe maybe we'll give them a little shout out. Tender yeah. Peas chai. Because she said it smells really good. So good. I mean, it tastes really good too. But also, I could just like sniff it. <laughs> you should like you know just have a little jar of it. Yeah, just carry around <laughs> a little sachet. Just carry around. Mm. That'd be a good one for a bath. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you wanted to smell like chai, but that was the one thing I did recently was I have tea that my friend gave me uh, and like, and actually some like biodegradable like sachets too. Well, you could just use, I guess, a strainer or just Ooh. make a mess and put tea straight in there. But that was the thing is I have like, I had these little <laughs> sachets. Could you imagine just tea up in there? Come on. Just that's put a mess. tea in there. Let it go down the drain. I mean, It'll can. be fun. I mean, it's uh, degradable, but it's like, don't do it. It's <laughs> that's gonna, I feel like if you have any hair, it's just going to be a whole thing. Gross. Um, gross. Uh, yeah, that chai would be nice. I used to actually make, this is, okay, I can make this a segue. I used to kind of make, like, tea soaps when I was younger. Ooh. Uh, it would be literally, and it was, like, kind of based on the idea of, the comfort of a cup of tea. So I was like, what? And this, but here's the problem. Tea tends to dye things. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why it didn't work. I just made it for me, but I got like glycerin soap base. And I literally put like um, powdered milk and like Earl Grey into mm-hmm. soap base. And then like sugar once it was not hot. So that was still like scrubby. And so it was like having like a cup of tea. But then uh it would like stain my bathtub <laughs> when it was sitting on oh, the no. bathtub and so i was like i'm not selling this but <laughs> but it smelled good so it was like the milk was good for your skin and then like you know scrubbing and all that kind of stuff 
So I did that once. If someone can make it better, make it. <laughs> Send me some. I will love it. But um, speaking of making things, is how I was kind of going to segue this. I love this week on Making It. <laughs> oh my God. No one sue us, please. Freaking. Please, God, I would love to be on that show. I don't want to make anything on that show. No. I just want to hang out with. I just want to hang, wanna with hang out. <laughs> um, so you've been making things, and yeah. you have um, God, we don't have a name for this segment, but Leslie's been no. sharing with me stories of making masks during a pandemic. It's fun, and they, I'm very mouthy with my this today. I don't know, I'm just really <laughs> sassy. Mother's Day, uh, and. Basically, you get to see the best and the worst of people. You really do. (laughs) Which is what's happening everywhere. But uh, I mean, like, it's happening. Like, I'm just like, I hate people. And they'll be like, oh, but then look at what they did. It's so nice. (laughs) It's so crazy. In the same breath. In the same, like, bipolar all over the place with people. (laughs) Can't deal with it. So, Leslie, you have like a list of some of the the interactions or. Uh, moments I guess uh, you wanted to share yeah so um, I guess the first one I was talking about is on reddit Um, I posted like hey if anybody's local still looking for these I know people had posted before Um, you know I'm doing this thing these are the organizations that the purchases are benefiting I've also been donating some masks blah 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 Um, and one lady commented and was super helpful because there is an organization giving masks to like the homeless population and other vulnerable communities in our community. And they just have a drop-off bin. So she oh, hooked me up good. with them and that's really cool. It's over on Atlantic. And I was like, Oh, cool. That's not far. Um, so that was helpful. But then another woman commented and said, cause I was selling them at the time for $7. And the one, this other woman commented and she was like, or you can just get them from the organization that I'm volunteering for and giving them Ooh, away me. for free. And I just upvoted it because all you can do with people like that is just say thank you and then move on with your day. Like, just hit upvote and like move on. <laughs> just hit upvote. Thanks so much, Karen. I know that you are better Ooh. than literally everyone on the planet, and none of us, like, no one is going to save the world without white women. So thank you oh my for God. making your sacrifice. Uh-huh. And doing your part for the rest of us who are doing nothing. Thank you so wow. much. Oh, um, dear. I'm also in a bunch of groups where people I'm are I'm just going to let you selling. fury out for this. I'm just going to sit back <laughs> and crystal, and you can just fury out. Yes! Yeah. I did just so finish the new... Sorry. There's someone with a very loud muffler driving it for me. Um, oh, nice. So there... Yeah, I just finished that episode like two hours ago. So fresh fresh off the fury. Um, <gasps> oh, dear. I'm also in a few groups where people are buying and selling. And this is not like, I mean, this is the worst and the best, but like, it's just funny uh-huh. because people are so specific and like what they want. Here uh-huh. are a few of the things that I have seen people asking for. Okay. Iron Maiden masks, you know, hmm. like, like the band, the band, I guess. Wow. The other things that they had mentioned that they wanted made like led me to believe that, that it was the band that they wanted the fabric. Of. Okay. Okay. Wow. Uh, somebody just said, do y'all have any church masks? To which somebody else was like, what's a church mask? It's a church mask. And then somebody Jesus else commented, the and they're like, do you just want Jesus on it? Yeah. And then somebody else was like, I have cross fabric. And it just like sparked. <gasps> but the worst part of this was that like three hours before I had been in a different group where somebody was like, oh, just finish this for clergy. And it was literally a black mask with a white square oh. on it. 
Oh and my. I could have linked them. Like I could have hooked those people up, but I have no yeah. idea where I'd seen that post three hours before. Yeah. Um, That's there weird. was, there are a bunch of people asking for like face masks that turn, you know, like turn their mouth into, you know, like a cat's something else. mouth or something yeah. like that. And yeah. inevitably there are immediately 20 people posting all of their cat fabrics and all their dog fabrics. That is not uh-huh. at all what the person asked for. No. Um, there's a lot of those where people are like, Hey, do you have this? And someone would be like, no, but I have this. And like 20 this. people do that. And they're like, that's not, <laughs> that's not, not what I asked for. No, uh, there's you. one woman who's like responding to almost everyone's post, whether she has what they're asking Ooh. for or not. She's having a mother's day sale on masks, <gasps> whatever that means. I don't like that. Yeah. Mother's day sale. And I noticed it cause she had posted this morning and I saw like her name and the picture and I was like, Oh, she's posted on like 800 people's like comments. Um, let's see. Someone asked today for a Jeff Dunham mask. I don't know what the hell Ooh. that means. What? Well, maybe it's like one of his puppets. I Maybe they was not specific. Like it just said, Hey, looking for a Jeff Dunham mask. And then somebody said, sending you a PM. And I'm like, I know you do not have fabric. That says Jeff Dunham on it. <laughs> They're going to hand embroider something. Yeah. There's a lot of that going around. Somebody else today asked if anyone had any electrical or lineman masks. And I don't know what that means. Because if, if you're an electrician, can you not just like wear any like kind? Like, does it have to have little electricians on it? I don't yes. like what. It does. What does that it mean? It says electrician on it. <laughs> yeah. Somebody posted their fabric restock today and they had side by side Republican uh, fabric and Democrat fabric. <laughs> so like it said Republican or Democrat on it. It had the donkey and the elephant and like all these sayings on it. Like that was a real yard of fabric that someone made. Yeah. Um, and then like my favorite is when you make an announcement that you're selling masks for you know five dollars six dollars seven dollars something that is very cheap for a handmade item because like 90 percent of people are trying to not be assholes in this climate and you know if like can sell them to recoup costs doing it but also donating and you know giving and doing a lot of other things most people are doing a combination of both yeah and then someone being like cool does it include like an ear saver and do you have a nose wire and does that come with a filter pocket and can you throw in a few filters too and i'm just like no no it's way too cheap an item for that it's not it's it's literally two pieces of cotton so that you don't sneeze on someone and give them the rona when you go to the grocery store yeah it's not that's what it's for it's a really simple thing so that's so that's i could go on but like you, you, you know, no one needs that. That's not. Everyone I know that is <laughs> not benefiting masks anyone. is making like hundreds of masks as well, and it's like, yeah, and it's like consuming their lives. Yeah, yeah. They're like in the groups, people talk about how they make them for like twelve hours a day. Yeah, and I was like, whew. I mean, I'm still working yeah. two jobs. I can't do that, but I'm making a lot of them. Well, my friend who is the volunteer coordinator for a huge hospice in Ohio, um, they needed 4,000 masks. Wow. And he said he just picked up, like, they were, they had to basically get some of their volunteers that were not able to go to uh, visit families and patients and that kind of thing. 
were able to make the masks too and that kind of like you know they were trying to figure out how do we get this many done yeah basically and i was like wow and he said i picked up the ones for like my center today and they were all like bubbles and it was very cute (laughs) oh like well that's cute but you know because you know it's like hospice it's pretty bleak yeah so you want something at least you know either plain or nice but um yeah there's a lot i have plenty you've made (laughs) me like five for just me my friend sent me one so i actually just i traded them out so i can like wash them and that kind of thing yeah i should probably have more than one i don't know you don't even wear them we just decided (laughs) you do she does she does she does i I just don't (laughs) wear them on my stuff no that's fine it seems it seems like people don't like in my neighborhood i'm the only one that doesn't yeah. there are a couple times where i like when i'm just walking franca like my dog just like uh, down a block or something like that because she's old she doesn't walk that far most of the time um i'm not wearing a mask but if i go completely around the neighborhood i will and i am definitely yeah. the only one who wears a mask and if i'm not wearing the mask i like kind of feel weird yeah uh, like i going. don't wear like, it i won't to... what do it no, oh, no, sorry, I, was say, I, I, I won't walk if I don't have have the mask on. If you if you if you do, what were you gonna say? Oh yeah, like I don't wear it on the porch, and if I go some, I don't wear it every time I throw the garbage away, but I do sometimes. But if I'm going to the mailbox, which is maybe fifty feet from the garbage yeah. receptacles, then I put it on. <laughs> oh, funny, yeah. Uh, I, it's just I because I'm more that... likely to encounter a person going to the mailboxes. It's yeah. Just like, straight across to the garbage yeah and i'm not so worried about me i don't want to be i don't want to be a carrier to give it to other people yeah that's my big thing is really the thing i Um, mean i'd like to not get it but i'm more concerned about giving it to others yeah that's my thing um so there we go yeah (laughs) speaking of the rona and quarantine what hey, I was about to say that. Reading or watching in quarantine. You're so smarties. <laughs> um, so I've been reading a lot because I enjoy it. Um, but what have I done? I did also watch Agent Carter, didn't I? Did I talk about that before? Yeah, you did. I don't. Think I did. You talked about it before. You told uh, okay. me. I don't think you talked about it on the podcast. Oh yeah, definitely told you. Um, on you know, I love Peggy Carter. And, jeez, I don't know. Maybe I did tell the podcast. I can't remember. But I love Peggy Carter uh, after, and from watching all the Marvel movies. And then she, we're playing a game where I went on uh, missions with her. And so I was like, man, I'm going to revisit. I'd seen, like, the first season, I think, of Agent Carter. But I think a lot of other stuff was going on in my life. Like, I think I was getting ready for, like, to apply for grad school or something or whatever i don't remember something was happening and things were less available on like hulu and or i was less into streaming at the time too so like it was hard to like get my hands on things it seemed too i was just less adept unfortunately so i could i couldn't support it as much as i wanted to and they got canceled and all that kind of stuff um but so i have it's on disney plus and so I have been watching. It is bananas. It's very, like, in some ways, it's kind of X-Files. Um, yes. And other ways. So some, some ways it's kind of X-Files. Some ways it's kind of... I don't know. I really enjoyed the first season where they are in New York. And it's in the 40s. And it's just amazing. And then 
Uh, now she's in L.A. almost inexplicably. I think they just wanted to be in L.A. <laughs> uh, but it was funny because, like, in the first episode, they are at Echo Park uh, at the lake where I where I was, like, my second day of L.A. And I was, like, so scared. And, like, I don't have anywhere to live. And I was going to meet up with a guy for a to, like, maybe sublet <laughs> his place for a few months. And I was, like, homeless and scared, whatever. So it hit me that I was like on that bench uh, and it was like on location. So that was fun. Been been watching Agent Carter. And then, excuse me, I've also been, I'm going to shout out, I've been rewatching The Mandalorian also on Disney Plus. Oh God. But like also, I love Mando. I won't say his name. I mean, his, his real name because that's like kind of spoilers. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, but jeez, um, I just love that show. It's so well written the characters are great um yeah baby yoda is pretty amazing everyone knows this i'm he's not so telling cute. you anything you don't know he's pretty great um but i do also love uh the actual mandalorian mando that's what they all call <laughs> Colin, <laughs> which is hilarious to me i'm like he's just a mandalorian or he's the because it's the title uh and then through the fun of hoopla that we've mentioned before Oh, oh, wait, hold on. Also because you gave me your Kindle Fire. Yes. Was that loud? Oh, no, my dog is coming in. Oh, the, uh, no, she's not. I oh, know, she's not strong. She's too tiny. She's too tiny to push the door open oh, all the way. buddy. <laughs> I know. Well, because it'll make it so that we would potentially hear people outside of my bedroom. Mm. But I think it's okay. Um, You gave me your Kindle Fire. And at first I was like, oh, sure. Like, Leslie gives me things, so, like, I'll take it. I didn't realize how cool it was going to be. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, maybe I'll watch stuff, whatever, a tablet, that's cool. I didn't consider what a game changer it would be to have a color big screen to read e-comic books. That has been, like, crazy. Like, I I had Kindle on my phone in order to read e-comic books, but it never... It. I don't like reading on my phone. I don't either. I do not like reading on my phone. I mean, I, no. I think I think there've been a couple of times where, like, in a pinch, I have been like, "Oh, here's the Kindle app. Let me like read some things I have on there." But no, I don't like it. I really like reading on the Kindle White that you and our friends gave me for my birthday five years ago. That's like my favorite thing to read on, apart from like a book. Uh, uh but I actually really prefer my Kindle to to book books because it's just easier to hold it it's tiny it's mm-hmm. like light it's it's pleasant um and then because my li- i have a little tiny elf like hands and i've never been able to hold a book very well it's true um but then and then so the paper i'm still using my paper white but the fire has been like bananas to read comics yeah uh i'm loving it bananas uh, bananas uh so the fire plus like hoopla i got through like there was one day we were like two or three like comic books uh so that was really fun um and they're ones that we've mentioned before giant days we have but you know what i'll give them a shout out because they're um, so good they're so good i'm almost caught up um and then i really liked ghosted in la mm-hmm. i got into it and i was like man i got i almost stayed up to read it it was really good um also because it's like i think she's going to ucla um and so like i just she's just talking about parts of town i know and like that kind of thing and it's just i don't know not it's not too la-ish but i I like it um and i love ghost stuff and that kind of thing so i think 
think that's all I've been doing. It doesn't seem like I've been doing too much. What have you been doing at the DMV with Charlene? I have also been reading a lot of comics. Not much mm-hmm. else reading except for a few audiobooks and trying to catch up on some podcasts. Uh, the Read, obviously, always. Uh-huh. Um, it comes out on Tuesdays now. I save it for the weekend. Oh, and oh also, wow. You used to save it for work. That's funny. <laughs> no, now, I listen to it when I can like, really... enjoy it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Um, and also, there's one called Pass. Uh, is the Mic Still On? Which is fun. It's another. One. It's just like, like sometimes it's four friends, sometimes it's five. It's just a bunch of people just kind of like shooting the shit and talking about different stuff, um, like in the media and in entertainment and like just all kinds oh. of stuff. Um, and it's really interesting now that they're all in quarantine because they don't <laughs> go to the studio. So it's like, I don't know, you get more of like an insight into their lives too because uh, they're doing oh. it from home. Okay. And I also read Ghost in LA and really enjoyed it. Volume one. Uh, waiting on volume yeah. two. I also yeah. read volume one is something is killing the children, which is a oh I comic. saw that yeah yeah and it's about Can't a it. <laughs> uh, a badass lady monster killer who like they're real monsters in the woods and she kills them and that's what she does. Um, oh wow! Also, Ice Cream Man volume three. I'm not sure we talked about oh. this before. It's like the Twilight Zone if Rod Serling were a demon. Oh, wow. So it's like little episodic things, but there are things that kind of, at least within each volume, that like flow through the overarching story. So it's like all of these little episodic things, but then the ice cream man is always kind of like at the center of it. And he serves almost as narrator and also like adversary and like bad guy and scary monster in your closet. Like he's all of those things kind of wrapped up into one. I'm really, I really liked the first two Three kind of introduced another, like, storyline that is biographical, but also doesn't make a lot of sense. So I really hope Volume 4 kind of ties it all together, but we'll see. And Mm -hmm. also Punk's Not Dead Volume 1, which is a comic about the ghost of Sid Vicious. What? And he, his soul or spirit or whatever you want to call it, is stuck at Heathrow. And somehow this kid who's, like, passing through can see him. And so he gets, like, now his spirit or ghost or whatever is attached to this kid, and they can't be with it. Like, they can't go further than, like, 10 or 15 feet from each other. So the mm-hmm. ghost of Sid Vicious is following this kid around and, like, trying to make him cooler and tougher and all this other stuff. Meanwhile, there's, like, a ghost hunter uh, or, like, paranormal expert uh, who has, like, detected a disturbance in the force. <gasps> and so... She's got her own thing going on. I haven't finished volume one yet, so I don't really know how those two storylines are going to intersect, but it's fun. Hmm. And finally, uh, Wild Nights with Emily is on <gasps> oh, all shoot, of the streaming platforms now. <laughs> Whoa! You I can forgot. rent it on all the major streaming platforms. I have been waiting for this movie at least a year. I would say probably a year and a half. Um, it did a very limited theater run. It's super indie. Um, so, like, I forget how many years after her death it was discovered, like, some letters were discovered between Emily Dickinson and her sister-in-law mm-hmm. that, like, suggested that they had a, a a closer relationship than most people were led to believe. And then mm-hmm. I think in the, sometime in the last century, uh, they used technology um, to, like, go through those letters and they discovered 
that the name, um, like her sister-in-law's name had actually been erased from the letters. So mm. these letters really were towards her and they probably had a romantic relationship. Because <gasps> um, I thought what? I thought it was just fictionalized. I thought it was just like a revisionist fictional account of her life. But mm-hmm. no, they actually found the letters. They did use technology to discover that they were written to her sister-in-law and that they were probably in love. And also her niece, so the sister-in-law's daughter, when she became an adult she wrote a book about their affair that i guess oh. no one ever read what yeah. is that book called you know i, I will find out i'm not sure um i'll find okay. out it to you but yeah so wild nights with emily is like that story and molly Whoa. shannon plays emily dickinson and it's it's so like there are parts of it that are really oh, i think i saw the commercial or something at the commercial the trailer at some point <laughs> yeah commercial. so like it's really funny. Like, of course, there are parts of it that are not funny, but like, mm-hmm. it's very witty and very tongue in cheek and very just like deadpan, kind of the way they deliver stuff. But then it just was like making me laugh out loud. Um, so yeah, it's uh, you can rent it on streaming things, and that's it. Those wow, that's been exciting. Yeah, a good a good uh, plethora of different types of media has that's been right. keeping you All occupied of the media. in the B yeah all of it oh man um should we talk about what we actually watched this week yeah what did we watch okay. this week? speaking of things so, we did okay. in quarantine. wow speaking speaking of things we did in quarantine exactly um so man we're almost done with season yeah, six with season six go ahead everyone hold on because i know most people hate season seven yeah so. russell and i were talking about it the other day and he was like bj or allison and i was like fuck i forgot allison's not in season seven yeah she's not yeah so eh, whatever um so <laughs> we watched season six episode 20 i enjoy being a girl oh i got excited i thought it said may 9th nope i was like whoa we're so <laughs> close but we're not so it first aired march 9th 1992 and tv guide reads on a Girl Scout outing, Carlene's leader... It's too close to those Charlene and Carlene. <laughs> it's yep. too much. Um, I, mean, I know we talked about this before, but before she even showed up. Um, on a Girl Scout outing, Carlene's leadership abilities take a beating, while Allison's methods seem to charm the spoiled troopers. Um, oh my god, they they talked about the Tiffany's. <laughs> t- t- there's... <laughs> The Tiffany's were played by Brandy Chrisman and Shay Astar. So, there we go. Leslie, what did we watch this week? Uh, we watched Troop Beverly Hills this week. I'm just kidding. Um, <gasps> no, but that that's what that I has thought has to be what they were trying to yeah um invoke. I gotta look up. I'm gonna look up right now when that came out because that came was out. one of my favorite movies it's growing so up so much. I need to rewatch it right now. So we start as usual. Allison is running late. She had her new group this morning. And Anthony makes a joke. What's the matter? Your therapist can't talk to you one-on-one anymore. She says, no. I have moved beyond therapy. I've joined a new support group called Common Sense. And it has a a fascinating do-it-now philosophy. Like, basically, they call each other out on their destructive behavior. Um, And she says, for example, if I'm being obnoxious, someone will just say, stop it. And Julia says, oh, how nice for you, Allison, and nice for us. And Allison says, well, we also praise each other on constructive behavior. For instance, if I toss out one of my bomos, like I do in the sassy way that I have, 
someone will say, you're right, Allison, which is more than I can say around here, where Allison bashing is the preferred way to pass the day. It is. It is. And she says, you all can make better use of your time. Sometimes I think I agree with that Japanese official who says American workers are lazy and unproductive. And Mary Jo holds up her hand and says, stop it. Very, like, quietly (laughs) and um, relaxed. And Allison says, all right, you're not technically a member of the group, but I'll play along. Now you have to say Mm -hmm. something positive. Mary Mm -hmm. Jo says, about you? And she says, yeah. yes, I come in here every morning brimming over with suggestions and no one has ever thought to say, that's good, Allison. You're right, Allison. What an astute businesswoman you are, Allison. Mm-hmm. Mary Jo says, really? We've never said that? Julia, can you believe that we've never said that? <laughs> and Julia says, I can't. We're going to have to make a note of that. And then Allison's like, oh, you're just pulling my leg. And Anthony says, that's right, Allison. That's good, Allison. Very astute observation, Allison. Oh, dear. That that was a good That was That was, yeah. (laughs) And then Carlene comes in, and she's super excited. And she says, you're never going to believe what happened today. And Allison says, don't tell us. You found another rat hole apartment down in Slagtown. She's so mean. That is too much. That's a lot. And Carlene says, I know I have a tendency to get a little more excited about these things than y'all do. Um, But then she starts telling the story about how her government professor was talking about this program of George Bush's that's not very popular. And actually, if you really think about it, it's not really a program at all. It's just more of a notion. And Julia interrupts her and she's like, Carlene, I think you're losing your train of thought. Mm-hmm. And she says, yeah, I agree. I don't know why I do that. Like, I've done it all my life. And then she starts to tell this story about her dad when she was little. And then they're like, you're doing it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's like, okay, okay. So, you know, like, this is a really big moment for me. Like, do y'all ever wish that you had a musical score playing in the background during big moments of your lives? She's like, I would love to have the 2001 theme playing in the background. And then she starts to hum it. <laughs> And they're like, all right, you know, get to the point. And so she pulls out a scarf and ties it around her neck. And then she pulls out a hat and she announces that she's going to be a Girl Scout troop leader. She's so excited. She's like, got a uniform. We're going to have meetings and campfires and all of that. And Anthony points out, like, that that's a really big responsibility and asks if anyone is helping her. And she says, no. Oh, sorry. I was trying not to. I didn't have a nap today. Um. And she says, no, sorry. And I hear it's a lively troop. Apparently these, it's a bunch of like very affluent, uh, soon kids. And the woman who was supposed to be their troop leader said she would rather be dragged naked across a bed of mm. hot nails than to ever be left alone with them. That's a statement. Mm-hmm. That's an image. That's awful. And Anthony's like, so you just jumped right in there being the big softy that you are. <laughs> She's like, I have to. You know, they'll dissolve the group if I don't help. Um, and then Mary Jo and Julia both talk about how they were Girl Scouts. And Carlene said she bought a bunch of colored paper and she's going to teach them how to make origami birds. Um, and she's like, oh, yeah, by the way, they're coming over today. I hope you don't mind, Julia. And Julia's like, what? <laughs> that is what excuse me excuse, uh-uh. excuse no you? thank you no excuse me <laughs> excuse me and she says how old are they and carlene says they're nine and julia says okay so let me get this straight a group of girls whose scout leader would rather endure physical pain than to be with them is coming over here today and yeah. carlene's like yeah want to be fun and then Jeez. we cut to you know like the, the the comedic outro for like you know commercials or whatever we come back 
and they've had the meeting, so we have not yet met the girls yet. The meeting That's is That's funny to me. They're like, we're not even going to show this. Nope. I thought at this point that they were like not going to actually have kids for some reason. Yeah, like it was just going to be them after every meeting. Yeah. Um, and so everyone's exhausted, and Julia says, oh, no. Nope. Speaking Here we go again. Speaking of, I did not have a nap. Okay. She says, I may be an old fogey, but should I be alarmed that one of those girls... No, this is Anthony, not Julia. I'm sorry. This is what makes it funny. I gift this. Oh. Oh. He says, I may be an old fogey, but should I be alarmed that one of those little girls got in my face and started to sing, Uh, I'm too sexy for my hat. Too sexy uh for my hat. I mean, what is that? Some little Dr. Seuss new little girl thing? No, my God. definitely not Dr. Seuss. No. Mary Jo says, I also gift this. And what oh. is a jam and how do you pump it up? <laughs> that made me so happy. <laughs> oh my amazing. gosh. That's a thing from a, from the Space Jam episode of How This Get Made, where June is just like, what is a jam? What is, I love that so much. <laughs> what is a jam? What is a jam? <laughs> Logan is now listening to How This Get Made and he started Uh-oh. a text chain to me and Godfrey, this other guy that we know, and he's like, I'm just starting this text chain now so that when stuff happens and how this get made, I can immediately text the both of you. Oh my god, great. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> and Anthony says, Mary Jo, you were once a little girl. You explain this. And Allison's yeah. like, get with it, you two. It's on MTV. Like, she knows uh, what MTV really the is. The way she says, get with it, yeah. kills me. She's so hip. So cool. Yeah. yeah. And Mary Jo's like, I didn't think you ever watched anything but PBS. And Allison says, I don't have to watch it to be aware. Pump up the jam means turn up the volume in, like, the most white girl voice I have ever heard. Uh-huh, uh-huh, it's uh-huh. a prevalent term in hip-hop culture. And then, of course, oh she looks oh to dear. Anthony and says, Anthony, you're black, am I right? Anthony says, I have no idea. <laughs> it sounds like she's saying, am I right, you're black? Am I right that you're black? Like, that's what Am I right? Like. Am I right? Am I seeing right? Yeah. And Allison says, I am right. If this is another example of, and, th- and this is another example of not one of you validating my rightness, would anybody care to try God. it? You're right, Allison. No. Silence. No. And she's like, okay, you'll have plenty of other opportunities. Um, and then Mary Jo says, these girls are way beyond hip. Like, one of these girls asked if I had a boyfriend, and if I did, what kind of car did he drive, and did we sleep together? And I mm-hmm. said, eat your cookie, dear. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And Anthony said that he had the privilege of meeting one Tiffany, whose best friend was also <laughs> Tiffany, and they proceeded to diss this other girl named Tiffany, who I did not have the pleasure to meet. But I did learn that this other girl, Sierra, is like really cool, man. <laughs> I feel like if I had a best friend named Aaron, we would shit on a third Aaron. <laughs> you would have to, right? Like, isn't that like, like what about that role? Aaron? No, that, that mm, we don't that like Aaron. that Aaron. I don't like her. <laughs> Ridiculous. And then Julia says, Mary Jo and Anthony, I can't believe you are going on about nine-year-old little girls. This reminds me of Dance Moms. So, okay. If y'all don't know, the other thing I've been doing in quarantine (laughs) is binging Uh again because I have binged it once before about five or six years ago, um, Dance Moms. And Abby is always talking about how the Dance Moms are jealous of Maddie, who's like nine or ten. Like, they grow every year. There's like eight seasons, but... They're always I talking about like how Maddie, they're jealous of little, like little nine-year-old girls. Sorry, that was an aside. Um, yeah, Julia says they are children after all, and every child has a special light in them, and they just need someone to flip it on. And I think Carlene is just a special person to do it. 
And Carlene's like, I don't know. These 90s kids, they know all about sex (laughs) and rock stars dancing in their underwear on top of smashed cars. Like, that was really specific. Yeah. Yeah. She says, I don't think I can teach them. Probably Madonna. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I quit. And Mary Jo says, you can't quit. And Carlene's like, why not? I never quit in anything in my whole life except my marriage to Dwayne Dauber. That turned out pretty good, so I'm willing to quit trying this thing, too. (laughs) And Julia says, yeah, but if you quit, you'll be teaching, you'll still be teaching them, but then you'll be teaching them that good, kind women quit when they're challenged. And Carlene points out that it's just too much, like she can't do it by herself. And then she says that they like you, Mary Jo. I saw Tiffany number one looking at you with admiration in her eyes. And Mary Jo says, no, no, no. She was admiring this bracelet. She asked me how much it cost. I told her that wasn't polite. And then she offered me cash. Oh, my God. Wow. And Carlene's like, well, then I guess I'll just end up like those little puppies people keep taking back to the pound. Oh, jeez. Can't you just see it? Those little faces. That little paw comes up wanting to shake your hand. And they're just like, okay, I'll help. Mm-hmm. And Anthony says, you know, Carlene, you play innocent, but you're crafty. You know, that last oh, yeah. just almost got me. And Carlene yeah. asks if that means he'll help too. And he says, no way. I don't want anything to no. do with those little girls. But I do think I'll stop by the pound on my way home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the right answer. That's cute. That is the right answer. Uh, Julia does offer to help as well. And then Allison joins in and says that she will help on a consulting basis. No one asked her. That's so strange. Um, That's so strange. And Mary Jo suggests that they should do something fun and scouty. And Colleen's like, ooh, like a camping trip. And they're like, yeah. And Anthony says, aren't you worried these little girls will return to the wolves who obviously raised them (laughs) if you take them on a camping trip? (laughs) That's too much. And Mary Jo says she thinks it'll build character, and Julia agrees. Um, and Carlene says she's just sorry that Anthony won't be going. And he says, that's okay. While y'all are breakfasting with Tiffany, I'll provide you with a little background music for your adventure. And then he starts humming taps. That, yeah. Yeah, it took me a minute. I was like, that's taps, Yeah, right? I don't know why it didn't quite get me for, I don't know why. He's, like, yeah. playing the imaginary, like, trumpet. Which is what they play when you're dead, when right? You Isn't that? Yep. When you die? That's what they okay, play, like, yeah. a military funeral. Yeah. Oh, me. Uh, and then we cut to later. They're on the camping trip. They have used the set before for, like, all the cabins and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and they come in, and it's, like, a wreck. And they're like, what? Like, all the boys cabins are so much nicer or whatever and this one's just junk and i'd like to like ask uh, if we have any listeners that are currently in uh girl scouts as like a troop i I would assume troop leader not well we could have some younger (laughs) listeners but um uh, uh i would like to have feedback about this because um I have a friend who was in the Girl Scouts. I have a couple of friends that were like, I consider them very resourceful and uh, like they seem like what I think of a Girl Scout. Uh-huh. But then my friend that um, has two daughters herself, she was looking at one was being about the age to like start brownies. And then she was like, but it seems like they really don't teach them like life skills the same way as like the Boy Scouts get to get to learn and so I thought, like, she was kind of, like, disappointed because she wasn't in the Girl Scouts when she was growing up. So she wanted to be able to put her girls in it. Mm-hmm. She has two daughters. And then I was, like, thinking of her when this show came on. I was, like, I mean, I wanted to know, like, if it is really, I would assume that your experience in Girl Scouts is based on your troop leaders, you know, that you I have would think so, along yeah. the way. But if it's that 
the troop leaders are kind of fighting a losing battle is it that they're like really underfunded yeah and that kind of thing you know it makes me really sad uh so yeah some feedback on that is welcome anyway continue um so then they one of the girls says it's just like the seven dwarves house like they're like oh do you mm-hmm. want to play snow white and like fix it all up yeah and then Carlene says how much she loves Snow White, and Mary Jo says, oh, man, we weren't here in time to save them from the brainwashing. Oh, yeah. And I was like, what do you mean? And then Julia goes on uh, an explanation about sexism in fairy tales and how Snow White was this mm-hmm. beautiful princess who finally found happiness by cleaning up after a bunch of grubby little men. <laughs> Allison says, excuse me, the dwarves did own a diamond mine. I think that changes the situation a little. Oh, Am I my right? God. Wow. And Julia's like, nope, not yet. I'll let you know when. And Julia finds this cabin unacceptable, so she's going to go talk to the director of the boys' camp. And Carlene says that it'll be cool, like, later they can build a campfire and tell ghost stories and have a sing-along. I even brought my guitar. And then (laughs) Allison says, "Uh, how down home of you, Carlene? And Mary Jo's like, oh, I got the Boy Scout handbook, which is chock full of really useful information, like how to make a backpack out of your trousers. And Allison says, why would you want to? And Mary Jo's like, you know, if your backpack fell down a ravine and then you needed one. And Allison says, but wouldn't your trousers be in your backpack? And why would you need a backpack if everything you own just fell down a ravine? I mean, am I right, girls? Am I right? Silence. Never mind. And Allison says, hey, I brought some Lysol and some wipes. Do you do you want to clean? And they're like, yeah. Wow. 2020 then, is like, what decadence? What, do you yeah. have toilet paper, too? Burning <laughs> $100 bills. Yeah. And Mary Jo says, I don't think we should let these little girls spend too much time with Allison. They might catch something, like her personality. Oh. Oh. And then we cut to Mary Jo showing them how to tie, tie knots and telling them a story and they're all very bored and Allison is like yawning and falling asleep and the girls are paying no attention. Something about a bunny running around a tree and tying a knot. But then when she's done, she's basically tied a noose. Like not a proper yeah. noose, but a noose. Yeah. Yeah. Which seems weird. Anyway. Yeah. And Allison's like, okay, it's manicure and pedicure time. CEOs yeah. always notice well manicured hands. Wow. Really? Yeah. And Mary Jo says, Allison, I didn't think you cared anything about makeup. And she says, I don't, but they do. It's called communicating. It's something you weren't doing with your story. And uh, Carlene says, Mary Jo, I don't mean to be critical, but, you know, that not tying story didn't go so well. And then Julia comes in, and she's had a conversation with the director of the boys' camp. And his solution was, maybe you ought to go home. Mm -hmm. And she said, I told him we had every much right as every much as right as the boys to camp but we do require adequate facilities and carlin's mm-hmm. like what did he say and julia says maybe you ought to go home mm-hmm. then he stretched out in his outdoors barco lounger and went back to flipping the channels on his big screen tv whereupon wow. i inadvertently reached down and yanked out his coaxial coaxial cable mary just says what did he say and Julia said, he said, that was the big game. What do you expect me to do now? And I said, maybe <laughs> you ought to go home. That was a good one. Uh, she points out that the boys and girls scouts are not equal, which you mentioned before. Um, yeah. And that they don't receive the same funds because men donate to boys organizations. And those boys grow up to be men who then donate to boys and so on and so on. 
Mm-hmm. Carly says, it's like that shampoo commercial. Then she told two friends, and she told two <laughs> friends, and she told two friends, and so on. She just keeps going, and Julie's no. like, trying to thought, Carly. No. She says, I guess I don't have any train of thought at all. Only this camping no. isn't as going as well as I thought. I guess my leadership skills haven't kicked in yet. And Mary Jo points out that Allison is their new best friend. And she says, I think they offer, she offered them money. She's like, well, I tell you, I'm not going to let her win them over. And Julia asks when this became a competition. And Mary Jo says, since right now, mm-hmm. anybody who wants to stay here and paint their toenails can. But anybody who wants to come with me and learn how to big, build a big old campfire and sleep out under the stars, well, y'all can come with me. And then we immediately cut to just Julia and Mary Jo freezing their asses off beside a very tiny campfire and everyone else is still inside. I should have known that was going to happen, but I did not. I was still like, (laughs) oh, I was surprised. And Julia asks like what they're doing this for. And Mary Jo explains they're trying to send the little girls a message. And Julia's like, well, when they find our cold, stiff, frozen corpses, they're going to get a message. All right. It's going to say we're Mm -hmm. stupid. Mm -hmm. Mary Jo's like, we can't go back in there now and admit that this is awful. We can't take it. We're supposed to teach them that they can do anything boys can do. Um, and then Julia says, it seems like the little girls are more interested in painting their nails and doing their hair and twirling in little dresses. And Mary Jo says, boys and girls are just different. Boys, this, I don't like this statement. Boys are no, going to kick dogs. No boy should kick a dog. No one kick a dog. Nope. Don't let your children nope. kick dogs. Nope. No. Nope. And little girls are going to dress them up in baby dog clothes which is both torture for the dogs, but they're just mm-hmm. different types of torture. Mm-hmm. Nobody kick a dog, damn it. Sorry. Mm-mm. And Julia says, remember, I remember I gave pain my little doll named Pearl when he was little. Before I knew it, he'd yanked back to her head and cocked up her leg. Old Pearl had become a porcelain gun. Hmm. That seems strange. Um, yeah, it is, actually. And Mary Jo says, yeah, I know. Quint could make a weapon out of toast. <laughs> and she says when did we decide that there was something wrong with liking dresses that twirl and Mary Jo says I don't know like we didn't did we I personally still like a twirly dress every now and then myself it's just that I don't want to twirl because I'm a girl and that's what I'm supposed to do I Mm -hmm. want the choice to twirl and the right not to yes and Julia says you know I think you're you're absolutely right Mary Jo and you know what I'm choosing to twirl my half frozen body back into that cabin are you coming Mm -hmm. with me and then they go back in, and Carlene has all these kids in Rapture telling the story. Um, it's not a horror story or, like, a campfire nope. ghost story, but how Oprah and all of the other daytime talk show hosts inspired her to leave her husband. In mm-hmm. fact, she wrote a song about it, and this song has got oh. a lot of meaning for her. And then she starts to sing it, but the most important part of the song says, if you want respect, you've got to give it to yourself. And all the girls mm-hmm. are I like that. about that. Me too. And then she notices Mary Jo and Julia and... Allison says, oh, look who's back. It's Grizzly Adams and Jeremiah Johnson. And then Julia asks what Allison was doing over there by herself. And Allison says Mm -hmm. they froze her out of the troop. All they wanted was to hear boyfriend stories and talk about sex. And let's face it, they know more than I do. They're nine years old. They're nine. Come on. And Mary Jo says, look at them. They're just little girls. It reminds me of my favorite little girl memory, which was the day I joined the Brownies. And I was so excited because being a brownie meant I got to be nice and helpful. And it made me so proud because I wanted to be nice and helpful. And Julia's Hmm. like, do you see yourself, you know, looking like while she's looking at the little girls? And Mary just says, I do. 
And Allison says, this is where I think you feminists are so screwed up. Oh, dear. Instead of trying to be as good as men, you should just try to be as good as women. <laughs> and Julia, without thinking, says, mm-hmm. you're right, Allison. And then she has this horrified face, like, what did I just say? Mm-hmm. And Allison says, excuse me? I'm right? Yeah. And Mary Jo says, yeah, well, in a way you are. And Allison says, that's the first time you've said I was right about anything. And I am. Good as women. It's almost profound. Mary Jo, say oh it for God. me again. <laughs> Mary Jo's like, you made one tiny point. Allison said, and it's killing you, isn't it? I was right. I love it. And then the credits roll. And that's it. And that's it. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah, it was. Uh, oh, by the way, True Pe- Beverly Hills was out in 1989. Okay. So, this is definitely you know kind of invoking some of that in theory, but not very much. Right. <laughs> did you have a favorite outfit? I did. Mine was Julia's dress in the first scene. It's oh. um, it's like I think it's na- it's either navy or black. It's kind of hard to tell with this light. Um, but mm-hmm. it's got um stripes going down just like the lapel of one side but it goes like all the way down and around the dress so where the v is for the opening like one side is just normal dress and the other side is like pink and yellow and green and that kind of goes down and wraps around like the bottom of the dress and it's cool because it's classy but also it has like that little bit of color that runs throughout it so just add a little more she's really good at that yeah how about you? Like having, I didn't have one. No. I didn't. I did for some reason. I didn't save one, and so we'll just say it. Because <laughs> I was like, huh, I don't know why. Um. Oh, but I did notice that definitely Mary Jo's pregnant. Oh yeah, she's yeah, wearing yeah. Like yeah, she's wearing a giant um uh jacket at the cabin, and then like she was wearing something on the couch in the beginning that like. Uh, was co- was funny because yeah, it's it, kind of in the style that she already wore, but, it was bigger but like, and like definitely bigger and covering up. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah. Uh, so I did notice that about the outfits, which I just love noticing that. I just I don't know why. <laughs> 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 it makes me feel like I'm smart. Like they're trying to get away with it, and I know it. But they did. But she's pregnant. <laughs> they did, and I saw. Ridiculous. Um, I guess that's our episode, huh? Yep. I guess that's it. All right, everyone, stay safe, stay be healthy, well. be well. Wear a mask in public, stay home when you can. Wear a mask in public, stay, yeah, all the things. Um, I guess we will talk to you next time. Yep, we'll see you next time. Right? Yep. Oh, Leslie, hold on, where can people find oh, us? Okay. Forgot. I can say that. <laughs> I'm forgetting something, I'm forgetting something, yeah. <laughs> we are the Girls Who Came to Sugar Bakers on um, that thing, iTunes, and our official site, Podbean. We are Sugar Baker Girls pretty much everywhere else, including Facebook. Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube, Pinterest. If you like us, please take a moment to rate and review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. It helps us reach more listeners, and we appreciate you listening. We do. Thank you so much, everyone. And we, again, will see see you you next time. Next time. Bye. My buddy. My buddy. My buddy. I was like, you, shut up. Can I be a dick for a second? Do you mind if I go get this package off of my porch that wasn't supposed to be delivered I today? would love for you to. Go Thank get you. it. I'm I'll just going right to talk to Sunny. <laughs> Here you go, son. Take a, take a headphone. Take a headphone.